So my question I wanted to ask is, do you see like any 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 of that like over in the? You said it was Africa, right? Yeah, South yeah. Africa. Um, yeah, honestly, and like how I've been viewing it is like I kind of can like relate it back to us because for them, their like segregation just ended in the '90s, which was about like 30 years ago, and um, we saw how that like affected education in the U.S. and obviously like wealth can tie into that um so it's about like when I was researching it's about like 10% of the richest population owns more than like owns most of like the household wealth I guess it was like 85% um so a lot of like the education it depends obviously on like your location or like your um socioeconomic status or like race is largely there too. Um, where where am I going with this? So yeah, you do you do see it like the the disparity in wealth does have a play in like the education you receive over in South Africa. Yeah, because they haven't really updated most of like I don't want to say their schooling, but like location. I've like noticed a lot when I'm researching. So um, I mean, obviously, it's not like segregated anymore mm-hmm. but um a lot of the schools are still like the infrastructure the infrastructure is still like outdated it's kind of terrible um the classrooms are like overcrowded the sanitization is just terrible and that's for mostly like the lower class which then also happens to be like the black people in south africa mm-hmm. um which it all ties back into just like the segregation that they just had there yeah so going off of that you're talking about like the um like disparities to the location. I think that's a big thing that you see in the immersion schools too, because each teacher kind of makes their own curriculum. There's no standardized curriculum. That's something that they're actually trying to work on right now and like fix the problems within that. But like, depending on where you live and who your teacher is, you're going to be learning different things about culture and like in different ways than other students. And there are some Mm -hmm. schools that obviously have, if you live in like certain parts, like there's really big ones near the cities that have the teachers who are more educated in like, a standardized curriculum mm-hmm. and then they obviously are responsible for making their own curriculum so it kind of shows that like everyone's learning different things and stuff and there's not really a way unless they standardize it to bring that all together yeah um kind of speaking on that it's kind of related uh, when i was talking about um or going back to that diversity point real fast and the difference in education like racially um it reminded me of a point that i was reading in one of the articles um i was doing research on and it talked about their foreign students some of them refugees and stuff like that they have a really well-developed um like i guess we call it is it esl here like the like the language programs yeah or like a dual language yeah yeah, so they have really developed programs over there, and um, they usually, I think what they usually do is they bring in um, all the students who are coming in from, like, a different area or speak, like, a different language and need a lot of help in that th- that setting. They have a separate classroom that they keep them in for a while, kind of like how we do it here, but um, just a lot more inclusive of their language and a lot of teaching through that and their culture, like, culture-wise. Like, usually the, the teacher who's teaching is from that culture, so he knows how to, like, navigate that kind of situation. And um, it just ends up working a lot better 
And the reason they're able to do that is because education is such a high priority over there where they put in like all that funding. And I think that goes back into what we were talking about earlier and making education like free for everybody. Everybody has that resource. Like you don't have to worry about your school, like not having the resources to teach your kid because they don't, they don't speak Finnish. Or something like that. So you're saying it's like more specific to like eat. So like if all the students from like the same place would be in the same classroom, whereas here like anyone who's designated like a English language learner is like in the same class with people of like all different. Yeah, okay. that too. Plus, not like uh, the other big point that I was making there is that everybody has that. Like it's not just like some schools. Like you kind of have to. I feel like here, like you kind of have to worry about whether or not uh, school is going to have a program like good enough for that, where it's actually effective, versus like your students just losing out on education because they don't fully understand the English language yet. So, Ethan, you were talking a lot about, like, the different cultures in, like, the Finnish schools and, like, the ESL programs. I think mm-hmm. that's really interesting. And, like, they have that opportunity to build, like, community with each other. Yeah. Because in the Hawaiian, like, the immersion schools, it's all about, like, that and, like, bringing together the community. And I think one thing that's really interesting is that you don't have to be a native Hawaiian to take these programs, which I think is a common misconception because it's like, why mm-hmm. would you be trying to take part in a culture that like you don't belong in, but they teach it in such a like respectful and understanding way that's open to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I just find it really interesting that it's like not all about like school, like it's going to school for fun and they integrate all these other subjects into it. And one of the things is, like, it does build that community because it's, like, a lot of the teachers in these emerging schools are, like, people who went to them before, so they kind of, like, circle through. And huh. That's a really cool idea because I bet they get te- better at teaching it, too, like, as they pass on their experience. Yeah, and it's, like, you are learning from someone who obviously, like, went through the same program as you. And all the people in all of the articles I've read and every time they talk about, like, first person, it's always these amazing stories of, like, oh... Like, it really made me feel more connected to my grandparents, and I read this one where, like, the two, the couple, like, met in the immersion school, and now they're, like, they have a happy family, and they're raising their family mm-hmm. in the wow. programs as well. That's kind of awesome. So, I mean, obviously, it's pretty easy to tell, like, where, like, reading and writing might get, like, put into this stuff, just, like, sharing stories and reading about other stuff, like, with this culture, or through this culture, rather, but... Are there, like, any ways, like, do you have any examples of, like, them, like, maybe doing something with, like, I don't know, math or science or something like that, where they also bring in culture, but they're also, like, teaching in with, um, like, subjects on, like, math or science, something like that? Yeah, with this, I was just reading one last night about the science where they learn about, um, like, reading the weather patterns. Mm -hmm. In my placement right now, they just did a whole lesson on, like, looking at the clouds and stuff, so... I do know, like, that was one big article I read about, about using, like, the like the more traditional ways to, like, read the skies and the seas and stuff to know, like, oh, is there a storm coming? Like, is there going to be a tsunami? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Huh. All right. All right. So going back to what you said, just for a second, idea about um, how you're talking about um, the schools, like, teaching through culture and how that's, number one, more fun for the kids. And um, it's probably really quality, too, because they'll be able to connect with everything they're learning through that culture stuff and um it's probably a lot more stress or less stressful too to learn in that kind of way that reminds me of an article i read um the other day it was called uh, too much control passy selberg on what finland can teach australian schools and um passy selberg uh he's he's big in education in finland he's uh one of the directors there and the main point in this article is he's pretty much critiquing um australia's excuse me, Australia's education system. 
because uh, they're really strict. Or I shouldn't say strict, but very um, pressuring, kind of like we are here, especially with standardized tests and stuff like that. One of the biggest differences between um, Finnish education systems and a lot of other people's education systems is that um, they are very, very deliberate in maximizing uh, the amount of stress relief that their students get. Like standardized tests, they're not mandatory there. Um, it's actually optional, and you also need your uh, teacher's permission uh, to take one. And you have to go to like a special school for it. Like that's something you like opt into. That's a decision you have to make. So not everybody is like forced to get um, rated like that, like they would be in a lot of other places. And um, another thing that they do is they make classes a little bit longer for each subject, but the school days are shorter, so they don't teach the same subjects every single day. So uh, what they do with that extra time is they give it to students for like recess, and um, this just makes school a little bit more fun, a lot less stressful. They build a lot more community that way by um, getting to go outside and like socialize and do other things besides just schoolwork at school. And also for the teachers, it's pretty good too, just because um, they're a lot less likely to burn out that way. And um, it just creates a better uh, learning environment. It's like, just like kind of at that school where everybody's learning through culture. Um, not everybody's culture, because like you said, you don't even have to be a native Hawaiian to go to these schools, but it just seems like a more fun learning environment and one that's a lot more encouraging than a lot of the stuff that we have here or in this article specifically like Australia.